What's up, guys? It's three-time NFL Pro Bowler All-Decade Return Specialist, Josh Cribs. I want to welcome you to the College Sports Connection Podcast, where AA Alex and AJ host the Mid-American Conference Best. everybody welcome back to the csc podcast we are here at the fox theater in the motor city detroit michigan i'm here with head coach the central michigan chippewas jim mackowin coach we didn't have you last year no got to see you two years ago welcome back well you know it's just great to be here but tell what about this uh, venue oh it's beautiful and, and to think aretha franklin played right there on that stage elvis presley played right sure. there this is uh Historic. this is unbelievable yeah man. No, it's a beautiful venue. I mean, you know, I love all the gold inlay. I love the, I mean, just the the detail and the, the uh, design. It's incredible. It's beautiful. Not so, as not as pretty as Flathead Lake in the great state well, of Montana. I, I, I knew I knew it was going to yeah, come up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, but the uh, AJ, uh, my co-host, you remember him? Yes. Sends uh, sends his hello. Awesome. He is now living in Colorado. Oh, good for um, him. He and his wife are out there, so they. Uh, so he told me if uh, you see Coach McElwain, tell him I said hello. Awesome, so, awesome. Um, but no, welcome back. It's uh, another football season is upon us. I can't believe it's right around the corner. No, it is, and, and uh, you know what's great is uh, we're ready to get going. And uh, like everybody is, I think you know our, our commissioner, our, our conference, they do a fantastic job with this media day, and and um, you know what, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and you guys have a fun schedule coming up. I mean, I've got that pulled up right here. I don't here. know how fun it is. But I, I, <laughs> hey, for for the fans, I think it's fun. You no, know, I know. Central Michigan's got a nice little history against that uh, that opening team, Michigan State. You yeah, know? yeah. Talk about getting the getting that opportunity to go up to uh, East Lansing and uh, take on the Spartans. Well, you know, I mean, when you look at our non-conference, and you got three of those on the road with mm-hmm. Michigan State, Notre Dame, and then a. 11, 12 win South Alabama team, yeah. you know. Um, we got our work cut out for us. But, you know, I, I personally I want to thank the administrations at both Michigan State and Notre Dame mm-hmm. um, for allowing us and our kids an opportunity to play in two great places. Uh, I know going back personally to uh, East Lansing where I coached for, you know, a few years, uh, Spartan Stadium's awesome. And, Beautiful venue. Uh, and it'll be great for our kids. And obviously, we got a ton of Michigan kids uh, on our roster, and uh, I'm excited for them. So you've uh, you talked about that roster, and you know what you guys have. You know, a little bit of a bumpy season last year. Injuries really you know seem to what? be the tale. I, I would say a little bit of a bumpy is is probably uh, being really easy on me. <laughs> it was horrible. We had a we had a bad year, and and I take all the blame for that. Uh, I think we forgot who we were and, and lost our identity, and I'm a big part of that. Uh, you know, we got to get back to, you know, when the Chippewas have been successful way before I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had an ident- identity of toughness, and, and uh, you know, I feel we've really got to get back to that. So that first part of the schedule, we're going to find out how tough we are. Well, and I think it, you know, it's, it was so tough after – after such an incredible year the year before, you know, yeah. winning the Sun Bowl on a, you know, and that's a, that's a conversation I want to have with you because yeah. talk about switching a bowl game last yeah. minute like that, opponent, venue. <laughs> and, I mean, and you and your staff said, you, you know, AJ and I joked, we're like, you know, he probably threw some dip in, said, 
Let's do it, boys. Let's go. Let's go win this thing. That's kind. Of, that's kind of what we did, <laughs> and uh, worked out great. Um, it worked but, out real uh, well. You know, we we had a we had, you know, we lost some really good people that that got drafted in the National Football League and are starting. Yeah. Um, and you know, some of our young guys that stepped in. I'm excited about their opportunity that they had, and they took their lumps and. You know, hopefully they've grown up a year and, and we'll be ready to get going. You guys had some shuffle-ups on uh, on the staff this year. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what are you kind of looking for? When, you know, obviously an improved record, everybody's looking mm-hmm. for that. But uh, what are you looking for with the with the changes in your staff? You know, I think the big thing for us is is uh, just helping our guys get a little bit better every day. That, okay. That's that's ultimately what it's all sure. about. <laughs> um, you know, you walk in our building, you're not going to see a bunch of slogans and posters and all that kind of crap uh that isn't who we are mm-hmm. uh, we're a team that that needs to believe in each other um and no matter where we go uh, get ready to go compete um, looking forward to camp and there again that's the opportunity to just get a little bit better dallas dixon getting hurt you know oh, yeah dallas lou uh, yeah we we uh that was rough we saw but you know what everybody goes through injuries i think it's uh my responsibility to get those guys back um you know that give them the opportunity to play that that stepped in for those guys and and you know they need to get a little bit better too yeah and as i do as a coach and i think you know i think you know I, I i would be remiss if i didn't highlight the an incredible bright star on your offense bert um, emmanuel yeah bert, wow. bert emmanuel jr and he and jay spower both uh had some real good moments at, at uh, quarterback for us, and just looked excellent. And, and um, you know, I think as those guys go, we're going to go. But more importantly, it's how our offensive line and, and defensive line go uh, are going to determine um, where the chips are going to be next year. Any uh, anybody kind of standing out to you uh, in you know in summer practice yeah. and everything that uh, that's kind of looking to fill this like the receiver one role? Any, yeah. You know, yeah, who, we've, who's standing out? We, we've got some guys coming back. I think we can take the top off it a little bit. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see the consistency being developed at that in that room. And, you know, losing uh, Ja'Cory Sullivan, Khalil Pimpleton, and then, Big you losses. know, lost with Dallas. Um, you know, we had some guys that, that uh, hadn't quite played very much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think them coming back and now having that opportunity to be go-to guys i think that's going to be good for us now um on defense i mean the edge rush position you guys have excelled at that for years yeah you you know and i think uh i think we got some other guys that uh, i think will will be okay the one thing we need to do on defense though we need to get some takeaways yeah Uh, that's something that i know everybody preaches and and works on uh that's something we got to get a little bit better at that's uh, I mean, just just as a whole. I mean, you, it looks like you're going to have a fairly young team this year, right? Yeah. You got a lot of young guys, especially with all those graduates, all those, you know, whatever. Um, who's kind of stepping into leadership roles as veterans for you? Well, you know, the couple guys that we have here: Deontay Powell, Woods, Trey Jones. Uh, we got great leadership in our locker room, not only with those two guys, but um, you know, look, I'm excited about the season. Sure. Um, and a lot of it has to do with you know, really felt like I let a lot of people down last year. We, we live in a great town. We've got great fans, uh, great friends. I really feel a year ago I, I let them down with the season we had, and I'm looking forward to getting our guys back and, and playing this year. 
No, I love it, and it's. Uh, I mean, you know, CMU has had. You know, there's there's a great history there. You know, yeah. a lot of a lot of great players have come through that. You know, we we do our every day. We do our action moments on Twitter, and mm-hmm. uh, we we highlighted uh, Dan Lefevre. Oh, sure. And just, I mean, those great teams, and you know, it's it's so fun to kind of go back and look at what's been there, but also to show like it's still there. Yeah. Just you know, just got to find a new way to unlock it. So I I love the. I love the very honest approach that you're taking. You know, a lot of coaches yeah. that they say, oh, well, you know, well, this happened. No. I, I, I love no. that's refreshing, so no. thank you. <laughs> no. It, it's, it was my fault. And uh, like I said, I, I have not gone through many of those in my mm-hmm. career, sure. uh, whether it be as a player or a coach. Um, I think I think you learn a lot about yourself through failure. Sure. And, um, you know, I'm – the, the the toughest part is is knowing that you let people down and uh, and I let our kids down and uh, not gonna let that happen again. No, coach, I love it. I um, but uh, gotta ask you a little bit. You gone out to Missoula at all this year? It, you know, I uh, flew into Missoula and and um, went up to Flathead Lake in Montana, where there our lake pl- place is, mm-hmm. and uh, had a lot of time to reflect. And sure. in in one of the most beautiful places in the world, and uh, oh, let me let me rephrase that as a, as a Montanan and a native <laughs> Montanan, it's horrible up there. Oh yeah, it's terrible. I, I, I mean, I would hope nobody would ever take Don't their ever time go to there. go there. Okay. Yeah, it's brutal. Okay, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we've had an influx, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, I. I um, it's it's uh, it's a wonderful place, and, and let me tell you, Missoula, Montana is a great place to grow up. And uh, uh, I, I owe everything I have to the state of Montana and, and the people people there. No, Coach, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, any any last words, tidbits for the fans listening at home? Uh, fire up chips. Hey, three simple words. I love it. That's Thanks right. so much, Coach. Thanks, buddy. All right, everybody, this is the CSC Podcast coming to you live from the Fox Theater in the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan. I'm here with head man of Ball State Cardinal football, Mike New. Coach New, this is our third year doing this, and you're not sick of us yet. No, I always love having an opportunity to talk to you guys. You do such a great job, uh, you know, and I really appreciate the do- the time I do have to spend with you. Well, we thank you for giving us the time, and we, you know, we love what you do at Ball State. AJ a little more than I do, being a Ball State <laughs> alumni, but I like you well enough to to bring you around. But uh, no, you're seven. Hard to believe that, isn't it? It's hard to believe. It's actually you're eight. You're eight. Going sorry, into year eight. Yeah, sorry, hard, you're eight. Hard eight. to believe that every day. You know, knowing that I also went to school at Ball State back sure. in the day as, as a student athlete, and to to be going into year eight as a head football coach is certainly. Um, you know, an, an honor, and and certainly don't take uh, one day for granted. You had some interesting roster for or roster uh, switchups here. Um, looks like a quarterback battle on your hands. Who's uh, who's kind of pulling ahead right now? Yeah, you know, which coming out of last year, of course, John Paddock, uh, the started, yeah. you know, entered the portal and and is no longer with us. Kyle Kelly uh, yeah. played for us in the last game of the year against Miami. Did a lot of really good things. Mm-hmm. Very dynamic player with the ball in his hand. So uh, what a lot of people don't know is Lane Hatcher yep. uh, came into our program in January. You know, Lane uh, started for four years in the Sun Belt Conference, which is a conference I feel is very compatible yep. uh, to the Mid-American Conference. It's a battle every single week from yep. top to bottom. 
He's thrown for 10,000 yards in college. Ton of experience. It's um, a lot of yards. <laughs> he's seen a lot. Uh, he's he's been you know seen a lot from a defensive standpoint. Sure. Uh, and his work ethic and his process when he got into our program in January certainly uh, that was noticeable from day one. But it's certainly going to a battle that's going to continue uh, going into fall camp. At, or at the end of the day, I would I would expect both of those guys to play. Um, you know, Lane's done it for longer, more experience, but sure. Kyle is certainly one of those guys that um, no matter how it shakes out, you still got to have a package to make sure we get the ball into his hands. And, um, you know, he's too dynamic that way. Sure. Uh, well, you know, with uh, with Kelly, you know, in, in as an option, how much more does that open up the playbook? I mean, you've got Lane Hatcher, who a phenomenal player, of course. But, you know, with either one of them, you really can't go wrong. How much more does that open up the playbook for you with – with a potential multiple QB look. Well, you can't go wrong, and it's exactly what you just said. Part of the, the challenge is, okay, how can we get them on the field together mm-hmm. uh, if it ends up being that case? Because certainly you could say, man, both of those guys are one of the best 11 players right. <laughs> uh, on the offensive side, so you always want to get your best 11 on the field. Sure. And, um, we get we feel really good about our personnel uh, all across the board uh, mm-hmm. offensively, the two tight ends that were both All-Americans. Sure. Um, you know, we did lose some experience at wide receiver, but we brought in three young men in January uh, and here during the summer that have been awesome uh, so far. So there's a lot uh, of answers uh, that we can't wait uh, to find out during training camp before we get started with the season. So uh, obviously that much more excited and anticipate the beginning of training camp here in about a week and a half. I think you got to look at my notes over here because I was going to ask you about the wide receiver room here next. Um, anybody kind of standing out looking to be kind of the wide receiver one or are you just kind of everybody can play everywhere? Yeah, well, really what's exciting is we got three young men that transferred in, one junior college player, Malcolm Gilley. Yep. He is fast. Mm-hmm. He is fast. He practiced with us all spring. Uh, he's going to be on the field playing significant snaps for us. Um, a young man by the name of Ahmad Edwards from Jacksonville State. Yeah. He had really good production for two years at Jacksonville State. His speed, his route running ability, and his intelligence have really stood out uh, since he got here. And I think a couple years ago, he caught the game winner against Florida State there okay. uh, in that game. So Ahmad's been a great addition. Then we had a guy, uh, a bigger wide receiver, uh, Ty Robinson, that transferred from Colorado. He's played in 23 yep. games over two years. Um, obviously, they had a big overhaul there this offseason at Colorado. But, man, he has been awesome uh, since he's got to our place. A lot sure. of similarities size and stature-wise to Johannes Tyler. But, uh, you know, he's got some deceptive speed there. Uh, so it's going to be exciting uh, to see how that all comes together here during training camp. Man, you may, you mentioned that name, Johannes Tyler. That was, I mean, that was a ball hawk. That was a guy who could just – you could throw him anywhere and – Sure, I'll go catch a coach. I got you. A lot like, of big catches over his career oh, here yeah. and a lot of contested catches, a lot of strong-handed <laughs> yeah. catches. And here's a guy knowing that, man, when we were in a critical situation, third down in the red zone, he knew his number was going to get yep. called, and most times he came down with the ball. So yeah. uh, we'll miss him, but uh, certainly um, Next man a up. great career. And that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, you uh, So you talked about a couple of your transfers. I think I would be remiss if I didn't bring up the big transfer from in conference, uh, Mr. Cooper from over at Kent State. That's uh, man. That's a that's a big one replacing the loss of Carson Steele in a, in a different way. He's, yeah. You know, for me, I you know, and I talked about this with some other people earlier. I feel like he was he and Carson are just such dynamic runners in vastly different ways. ways. That's right. 
And that Marquez Cooper was such a big get for us. I credit our staff, you know, when that all happened uh, with Carson, our first phone call was to Marquez. How can we figure out uh, how to get Marquez Cooper sure. to Ball State and to Muncie? And I think to his credit, you know, he saw how we utilized Carson in our offense. Mm-hmm. Different, obviously, different style of offense than what he was playing sure. in there at Kent with the, you know, flash fast and all that. So uh, he embraced that. He embraced how we were going to use him. Um, like you said, he's he's so explosive with the ball in his hands, a different style of running back uh, than Carson. But that's also been a lot of fun for us, figuring out how to shape our offense, mold our offense to fit his skill set uh, and take advantage of what he brings to the table. So um, it's been fun uh, being able to go through spring practice with him, uh, kind of hone in on, man, this is really what we need to, to retool a little sure. bit. Uh, but Marquez is uh, certainly a special player, and uh, he's done an awesome job with his transition into our program. Sure. Yeah. Just a you know dynamic runner in his own right, of course. Um, th- I'm looking at this k- schedule. You guys uh, didn't back down on this one this year, did you? You've got Kent- you're at Kentucky week one. You're at Georgia week two. Then you're home against an, an old rival, Indiana State, and then Georgia Southern and Muncie. What were you thinking with this non-conference schedule? Those are some big boys right up right off the rip. Well, that. That adjusted that week two game because we that's used to right. have Army yeah, uh, on the right. schedule a couple years ago. In 21, we played Army at home, and now we were scheduled to go to Army uh, this year. So our athletic director, former athletic director, Beth <laughs> Getz, um, you know, made that adjustment. And, uh, you know, I listen, it's a schedule. Uh, yeah. Obviously, um, you know, two great programs would be extremely Absolutely. challenging uh, at the start of the schedule, but it is what it is. You know, we're going to make, um, you know, we're going to put a, a great game plan together here and we're going to go, um, you know, play our best brand of football. Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I was down at Tennessee when you guys were there. I'll, uh, I'll show you the picture to prove it, but I was there uh, cheering you on and that was a great time, but I'm, you know, I, and, and I don't, I don't say, what are you thinking as, as questioning it? I, I love this schedule. I, you know, I think it's so important for the MAC to get the school's names out there right. with national brands, right? You know, you've got two great competitors with Kentucky and then obviously the now defending national champions. Um, you've got Marquez Cooper who played in that game last yeah. year. Uh, he going to give you any insider tips on, uh, hey, this is what Georgia runs? Well, you know, again, obviously when you talk about a young man, that's he's been in the atmosphere, so he understands how loud the venue is. What are the challenges, you know, from a snap count standpoint, is that a challenge? So certainly I've had some conversation with Marquez that way. But, sure. hey, listen, these guys haven't lost a game uh, in two years and right. obviously one of the toughest Well, they're due now, right? Uh, so that there is. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a great challenge uh, for us. And, uh, certainly you watch all the film that you can possibly watch, and certainly we watch that Kent film to see, uh, you know, what, what what can we draw from that, what we can, can we take from that uh, sure. to maybe give us a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a, uh, you know, edge, if you will, from a game plan standpoint. Sure. Well, Coach, I don't really have much else. Um, do you have anything else you want to give to the fans at home, anybody listening, um, anything on this season that you're just – and just any yeah. little bits of knowledge, whatever you want. No, just to fire it up uh, to get the season started. I love this conference. Obviously, it's great being back in Detroit after being in Cleveland a year ago. And sure. uh, you drive by Ford Field and <laughs> you think about some great memories. So sure. uh, just ready to get going. Love this conference. And, uh, you know, I expect us to be in the thick of things as we head into November. Awesome. Well, thanks, Coach, so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Okay. Thank you.